You're listening to Speaking to Influence, communication secrets of the C-suite. Do you want to speak with confidence and authority, have more influence, and get bigger and better results? Whether you're a top executive, an entrepreneur, or climbing the career ladder, this is the show for you. A leader who wants to inspire others and leave a lasting legacy. Now here's your host, world-renowned TEDx speaker, author, and executive communication coach, Dr. Laura Sokola. Welcome to the podcast, Speaking to Influence, Communication Secrets of the C-Suite. I'm Dr. Laura Sokola, your host, founder of Vocal Impact Productions and author of Speaking to Influence, Mastering Your Leadership Voice. My guest today is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. He helps business-to-business service providers go from six-figure to seven-figure revenues by filling their schedules with their dream clients, but with zero paid ads. Can't wait to learn about Let me try that again. Can't wait to learn more about how you do that, Josh, but also about how your communication makes a big difference. So welcome, Josh. Thank you so much, Laura. I am so happy. And just knowing what we're going to be talking about, I'm really excited about this. Yes. Communication, communication, communication. That's our (laughs) niche. So with that, then... Give us your 30-second elevator pitch, Josh. Tell us more about Up My Influence. Sure. So my background is I've actually been in the media well more than 2,000 times. Yes. So I have a little bit of cred there. And so I'm a huge believer in authority and platform and generosity. And if you just simply leverage those three things, it's particularly high-ticket B2B sales is the easiest activity in the world for you when you operate in a way that people love to engage. And so we're going to hit that real hard today. Tell us those three things again. Yeah. So I'm going to repeat this a few times. So if you haven't written this down to our listener here, these are the three things you need today. It's authority. Number one. Number two is generosity. And number three is leveraging platform. And and I will explain each of those and how each of those three things, well, I don't mean to oversell it, but it'll make all your wildest dreams come true, Laura. (laughs) Yes. Yes. No, I have no doubt whatsoever. And it's to anybody out there, just a little caveat here. Now, of course, Josh's focus is on the business owners, small business looking to scale, et cetera. But if you are not one of quote unquote, those people, this stuff is still relevant. And we're going to, Josh and I have known each other for a while and we've had all sorts of conversations. Trust me when I tell you the nuggets he's going to share are just as relevant. You may need to, you know, re-angle it a little bit, but overall, if you're looking to be an influencer, if you're, yeah. and I don't mean just on TikTok or something along those lines, you all know me well enough, TikTok, not my space, but if you're looking to be a thought leader in your space, whatever that space is, you need to listen in. So don't just assume, well, I'm not a small business owner and I'm not looking to grow. Yes, you are. You are in the business of selling you if you want to get to where you want to be. So with that, Josh, what is your favorite part of your job and why? My favorite part of the job is absolutely realizing and seeing the impact in the lives of the people I work with. Because if you just get excited around, for those of my friends who are in sales and marketing, and you have a successful campaign, you have a successful sale, you land a big deal. Like, 
that's cool. Or, you know, if you're in business, you get a bonus or promotion or a raise, or if you're in business for yourself, you know, you have good news and you can celebrate that. So those things happen. And then there are times when those things don't happen. And if your focus in business or professionally is all about those external things as it relates to you, it's fine. But those are generally going to be a little bit shorter term than the lives that you impact and change. What is your legacy? What are you going to be known for? The fact that you got a $5,000 bonus, that's cool. But again, you know, with my own podcast, I've interviewed over 1,100 people and I hear this so often. And, and all these folks I interview, all very successful in business, six, seven, eight figure, nine figure business owners, you get to a point where, okay, the money's there, now what? And when you wake up in the morning and your first thought is, who am I going to sell to today? Sometimes you have to, you know, for self-preservation's sake, I know it's hard not to think about that, but what I really want you to do is I want you to start thinking about the impact of the lives of people that you are around. And if you'll just do that, you will have protection against burnout. You'll have protection against this, you know, identity crisis, right? When you wake up in the morning, you say, whose life am I going to make a change in today? There's just something spiritual, emotionally, I don't know what it is, but it is so invigorating day to day. So people sometimes will ask me, I generally have a higher than average energy level. (laughs) (laughs) And people will ask, how do you do that? And it's like, because it's not about what I want. It's about what I intend to change. So yeah, that favorite part of the job, is absolutely when a client goes, oh my gosh, I just landed. Like it's their success. Yes. And to know that I helped them to overcome what was a big challenge that they had previously. And they're like, I don't get it. I'm not, you know, we're all the great people. And then we solve that problem for that. And then they go, oh my gosh, this thing is working. Yes. That's it right there. Those magic words. If you want to know how to make me feel good for like a week, say, say those words to me like, oh my gosh, Josh, is, I followed your <laughs> advice and it's working. Yes, yes. And you know what? I want to reinforce that notion of it's not about what you are selling or what you are doing. It's about the difference you make in other people's lives. In And for those of you who've read my book, you know, I think it's in chapter six or seven or something, but the four word secret to confident public speaking is exactly what he's saying. The whole it's not about you. It's not about, well, what if I make a mistake? What if I do this? What if I do that? It's who are you serving? And for those of you who there's a four letter word that I hate that people use to sabotage their own success every day. And it's the word just, well, I'm not a public speaker. I'm just an accountant. I'm just uh, an IT provider. I'm just this or that. And they use that as a disclaimer to show why they don't need to think in these terms. Yes, you do. No matter who you are, if you think in terms of who do I serve today, what difference can I make in whose lives? How can I make something better? Then that's the generosity that I believe you're talking about, Josh, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And expressing gratitude, Laura, is if let's say someone is a hairdresser, you know, to acknowledge them and say, you know, thank you so much for your contribution. Because of you, I feel better about myself. Like, and yeah. let people remind people of the impact that they make. Some, a parking attendant, you know, I, we live here in Orlando and going to Disney, you know, just like the cast members there, you know, just yes. expressing gratitude everywhere you go and let people know what they do matters. Yes. 
Yes, absolutely. It's funny because the just earlier today, I actually sent out a message to my to my list and I shared since you're not supposed to, I know in podcasts, you're not supposed to reference something that's seasonally specific, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to break the rule. A quote that I shared since we're heading into the Thanksgiving season and the holiday season and all that is a quote by William Arthur Ward that said, feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. And I just love that. So I, I want to inspire everybody else out there. If you didn't have a chance to see the message so far, feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. So there's yeah. your uh, feel good moment for the day. Go out and make somebody else feel good, which trust me, will make you feel good and help them be more interested in listening to you. Laura, so, can I just say, can I, what yeah. a great opportunity as well for if we think about like our immediate family members and sometimes we take them for granted, you know, so I love that advice of if I'm feeling proud of one of my kids, don't ever, you know, forget to say that, right? Because right. it matters so much. Your loved ones, your spouse, your partner, you know, I never forget this one comic strip that I saw. And it was just this old, like the Lockhorns or something. Like yes, I can forget I what it is. Sure. So he's walking with his wife on the beach, hand in hand. And he's like thinking all these amazing things about how much he loves his wife. And he's, you know, I love her hair and I, I love all of our memories together, but it's all in a thought bubble. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, you know, kind of the final thing, she's like, you know, she says something to the, you know, why don't you ever say anything nice about us or something like that? You know, it's just like, it's like, wait a minute, he's just been thinking about how much he loves. So yeah, to, to your point. Mm, yeah, express it. Express it. Otherwise, it's no good, right? Keeping the light under the bushel, as it were. So now with all of this, Tell me about something that's happening in your industry, in the world of thought leadership and expansion and business development and things that has made you need to change the way that you message to different stakeholders. Historically, this is my second seven-figure company. My mm -hmm. other one, Savings Angel, you know, syndicated TV guy or syndicated radio guy or whatever, consumer skills. But with up my influence historically, I kind of got into this because I saw an opportunity to help other business owners get media coverage you know, without having to spend all the money on a PR firm, it's kind of not necessary in many cases, mm -hmm. particularly if you're a newer startup or something yep. like that. There's so much you could do that all you have to do is just be genuine and communicate and just let people know how you can help them. Okay. But it's really interesting, Laura, is that, you know, in the evolution of doing what we do, we developed an internal sales system that just started performing miraculously, really, you know, to the point where it's like, oh my gosh, this is like, where were all these people before? This is like incredible. So one of my clients actually asked us, you know, it was like, hey, the PR is all well and good and all, but uh, I know what you guys are doing on the sales thing. Can you help me out? So it's like, mm -hmm. yeah. So, and then I start, you know, it kind of helped her and she made 175K in like 90 days. But um, I share all that in that initially I thought, well, this is a great service and I can help some people, I can make some money. And then I realized, wait a minute, I have to do this and I have a moral obligation to do this because right now my inaction or my, my lack of connection with this business owner in Topeka, Kansas today, because they don't know who I am or what I stand for or what my message is, they are going to do the alternate activity, old school advice. It's not working anymore when it comes to sales and marketing and they're going to lose a bunch of money or they're paying attention to those gurus that are all about selling their stuff. So the simple fact is, 
Consumers have never been more skeptical, have never been more protective, have never been more cynical about being sold to, and it's not your fault as a professional. It's not your fault as a business leader, right? It's just the way that marketers have ruined it for everybody. And, you know, we had some powerful tools, social media. But right now, consumers have been swimming in advertising messages now for many, many years. Like it's more advertising messages than we've ever been exposed to. Of course, that is going to have a huge impact on markets. Read Marketing Rebellion by Mark Schaefer. It's an excellent, excellent book about the state of the industry right now of where consumers' brains are. Okay, we'll put that reference in the show notes for anybody who's driving. We don't want you to be fumbling around looking for a pen and paper at this point. No, the- pull over right now. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you are going to fumble, definitely pull over. That, that yeah. goes without saying. We, we don't want you doing that one way or another. So how does that change? You know, Understanding that the old way of thinking for sales and marketing perhaps yeah. needs to change. What's happened that has made you adjust how you express that to your various audiences, whether it's to your clients or to your you know, other stakeholders groups that you have? Yeah, people are craving true connection and not, you know, how frustrating is this, right? And, and it's the same thing. It's like when you meet someone and they're like, oh, this person looks interesting. And then you start talking with them and they go into robo pitch mode. Mm. How do you feel? To me, I feel so ripped off. Yeah. I feel like, you know what? I'm here. You're there. Do you even see me? Like, why are you going into your advertising message right now? Like, that feels so horrible. So why would you be doing that in your other communication on social media? Like, we all know what you're doing. You're just overselling and it just comes across as desperate. So my recommendation would be stop. (laughs) And so similar, I've, I've had to learn that lesson painfully, right? Is that, you know, it really is all about true connection and delivering value. And if you can do that, then you will get attention. And the same thing, whether we're just talking about general communication or we're talking about leveraging platforms, you know, if you've got a microphone and you're podcasting or radio or YouTube or TikTok or whatever your thing is, right, is whatever your intention is, we all know it. Mm -hmm. So if your intention is to make sales, oh, we know, we know what your intention is. So you're not fooling anybody. So you may as well just become very authentic and transparent with your audience and just let us know because we all know already. Right. Right. So be clear on what that intention and what is the message that you help them hear if it's not, I'm here to sell. (laughs) Yeah. It's like when, let's say that you're an author and you want to be on a TV segment and you're like, well, I really want to sell my book. It's like, okay, but you can't. (laughs) Those are just the rules of engagement on a two minute TV segment. You would be blacklisted. They would hate you so much if you went into a pitch in your two minute TV segment, like the audience would start groaning and I'm but sure you know channel. what I'm That's talking the easy about. Thing. They, they don't even bother with the groan. The groan they express with their thumbs as opposed oh, totally. to their voices. Totally. Right. Oh my gosh. And it does. It just feels icky. So acknowledging that, you say, okay, well, that's not even an option. So what can I do to get maximum value out of this experience for me, but mostly for the audience? What is the most valuable thing that I can say in two minutes time that is going to allow the audience to enact real change in their life or maybe make me memorable so that they, boy, I I like that Josh guy or I love that Laura woman, you know, just 
Um, it sounds like a great, uh, actually a horrible Marvel comic series, like the Josh guy and the Laura woman. Okay, they're <laughs> the dynamic duo. Oh, we would totally <laughs> defeat crime. And, oh, and we villains. totally would. We'd have to get better names and yeah. definitely better costumes than one that ever would have come along with those. <laughs> so now tell me about your skills as far as a communicator. Clearly, you know, you and I are on an energy level. I'm guessing anybody out there listening is not listening to this on 1.25 or 1.5 speed. Otherwise, I can't even imagine how much caffeine you'd have to be on to keep up. But Tell me as a communicator, what's something you're really good at and what's something you still want to be better at? So they're going to both be the right, the same answer. Uh, so I'm really, really good at, and this is going to sound weird for me to say this, but I think I remember, you know, one person saying, man, you just ooze in authenticity. Like, I, I feel like I'm getting the real you. Like, you're delivering a lot of stuff, but I don't feel like you're pulling one over on me. Right. Like, I, I just feel like, this is truly coming from your heart. So respectfully, I guess I would offer that. But in the same breath, I would say the thing I need to work on more than anything is that same thing. How and so? the moment I believe that I've achieved the pinnacle of anything is the moment right before my downfall. Clearly, clearly, mm -hmm. because that's the moment when I start taking things for granted and I lose sight of what my mission is. And my mission is to never stop growing. Right. Right. Absolutely. It, always looking at what's next, what's next, because you may be the best in the moment, but any moment from now, something's going to change. Somebody else is going to be at your heels. Yeah. Right? Well, that's that whole, I remember one book I, I love. It's called uh, Now Discover Your Strengths. I'm sure it's at least 25, 30 years old at this point. But, you know, some people in business or professionally or in work or whatever, they're the jack of all trades. Yes. Hate to tell you, but jacks of all trades get commoditized and they just don't really go very far. I mean, you're a good utility person. You're a fine team player. That's good. But the people that are truly memorable obsess about one particular thing. They're the best in the world at the long game, the drive, the short game, the layup, the whatever it is, right? And that's their thing. <laughs> I'm using sports metaphors like sure, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but what I do know that is that generally what I see from top, top, top achievers is they have an obsessive quality about Yes. One or two very specific things. Like me, my company, I do one very specific thing. And if you want other stuff, sorry, I don't do that. And, and, and by the way, if you come to me and ask if I can help you and I don't, and you're not asking me for my core zone of genius thing, I'm be like, ah, I don't think I'm really your guy, you right. know? Right. <laughs> yep. And that's good to know, you know, what you do oh. and what you don't sell, right? Where's your line of demarcation? I mean, under the umbrella of quote unquote executive coaching, so to speak, is more or less where I house what I do, but I'm my niche is about leadership and executive communication coaching. Yeah. Big point of differentiation. I'm not going to help you make one blessed business decision. But when you made that decision, you come to me and I help you get the buy-in you need to get mm -hmm. the results that you want. There's a big difference. You have to make the decision first. You're a good person to know, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. That's that's the whole goal, right? Is figure out where do you add value. I'm not the business guru. I don't have the MBA. I'm the linguist. So we make sure that when you talk, people listen. That's where stuff begins. And that's what we're doing here for this platform. And now I want to know, I want to make everybody else listen to something else that I know they're going to want to hear because this is time now, Josh, for our listener 24-hour influence challenge. So this is your opportunity to talk directly to the audience and challenge them to take one step that they can complete within 24 hours to have more influence. How would you like to challenge our audience today? 
Real simple. I love this because it's so easy to do. So I want you to go to a website. I have no relationship with them whatsoever, but it's a website called photofeeler.com. And what I want you to do is I want you to create a free account. It's not going to cost you a dime. And then what I want you to do is I want you to go grab your LinkedIn profile image. And then I want you to upload your profile image and people are going to vote on your image. And they're going to tell you if they think that you're trustworthy, if you're smart, if you're influential, if you're authentic, right? Here's the deal. You need this data because right now you are projecting an image. And in today's world, your profile image is kind of like, it's that very first thing that most people see, right? Or maybe they see content from you and then it, whoa, who said that? And then they look at the profile image and then they click through to look at your profile. So number one is I want you to go get some honest feedback because your friends aren't going to be honest with you. They're they're not going to hurt your feelings, but you need to know what people think. So Upload it there. Now, I think you, in order to get it done for free, you need to go vote on a bunch of other people's sure. photos okay. and take that feedback. Give that to a photographer and go get new headshots. Interesting. Uh, unless you score like, you know, nines and above on all three categories. If you're, if you're nines and above on all three categories, I think you're fine. Okay. Now, God bless you with what you got, right? There's only so much you could do. You know, right. I, I'm a little bit goofy looking It is what it is. (laughs) So I'll take, so a great photographer is absolutely worth their weight in gold. Yes, we all have phones with great cameras, but an experienced photographer will say, listen, you'll let them know I got low marks on trustworthiness and authenticity. Just from a photo. Please help me. Coach me. Coach me. Yep. And they will know exactly what to do. And Couple hundred, oh, that's not that you got low marks, but you're saying like anybody out there may get results that say they were low on these areas, in which case totally. take that to, okay, got yeah. it. Yeah. Log into Photo Feeler and you can upload multiple photos too. And so show them what you're getting and say, listen, for my work, it's really important that I look influential. Right. Please right. help me with it. And a good photographer will know exactly what to do. Interesting. Now, that, out of curiosity, oh. can you filter out you know, of all the people who vote on the photo that you upload, can you like tease apart? These are the professionals or people over the age of 20 or people who are of this particular ethnic or industry group or whatever else? Or is it just, hey, whoever is in the giant, you know, all in one bucket of people who respond, this is your general, just because obviously, you know, if you're an investment banker for people who have a minimum, you know, yeah. liquid portfolio of 5 million and up, what looks trustworthy to them for yeah. that is going to be very different from a bunch of people whose primary platform of choice is TikTok and what they enjoy on TikTok, that what they think is trustworthy looking is going to be a little bit different. So yeah, is it possible to do that apart? Yeah. So you know, you're getting all sciencey on me now. All right. So sorry. <laughs> of course, of course, Laura, the communications professional would ask a question like that. You know, so seven I years don't, research so my answer is I don't know, do but what I do know is that how's that for a media answer? Yes. <laughs> So the answer, I don't know, but what I do know is that's, by the way, that's a great tactic. Great Um, tactic. So, yeah, so you can specify this is a business, you have business dating, and I think social is the third category that you can upload the photo to. And each of those are going to give you different categories. Oh, interesting. So again, is it scientific? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, ish. 
it certainly helps to know that if, if you're saying, I want to know how I come across if this is oh, going to be on my dating profile yes, versus on my yes. business website. That's yeah, absolutely. But so, here's the thing, right? You are already getting lots of data, but you're just not seeing it. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing people's reactions, subconscious reactions that they would never say, right? About, oh, creeper, you know, whatever they're thinking (laughs) when they see your photo, right? They don't tell you that. They just politely exit your website, exit your profile and go, okay, I've seen all I need to see there, right? Right. We don't want that to happen. So everything we're doing in social media, everything that we're doing in marketing, communications and platforms and so forth is we're earning a few more seconds at a time. Right. And that's really about as best as you can hope for. And so what we want is proximity. So the more proximity you can get and more time that you can get spent together with someone that will lead to familiarity, right? And then if you can get them to watch your content, you start building what's called familiarity bias, where Mm -hmm. they feel like they know you more than you know them because they've been watching your content. Well, that's great in the sales world because then that leads to no like and trust. Right. And we've right, all right. heard no like and trust. Yep. That's who we do business with. Right. And so that's why this stuff is really important. Laura, is it superficial? Oh, you better believe it. Is. Oh, sure. Look, I but mean, we talk about that all the time and we're going to hit on that in, in a second, just because, you know, what? we're going to hit on it now. I'm going to take that and just jump over something else. But Let's talk about the virtual world because virtual influence, you know, look, videos here to stay much as we'd like to think we're quote unquote going back to normal. No, we're not. This is normal. Everybody's on camera, whether or not you go back to hybrid, hybrid still includes video to some extent. So let's talk about that space because there's, look, I've been spending the last 18 months training people on how to bring their in-person brand excellence to that virtual image. And you know, we talk about camera angles and lighting and all that kind of stuff. And so many people feel like, well, it just feels so superficial. You know, should it really matter? And then people shouldn't judge me based on, and I say to them, you are 100% right. They shouldn't, but guess what? They do. So you can sit there and should all over yourself as the case may be, or you can get over it and recognize that people do make those snap judgments when they see you. So talk to me a little bit about, because your world is all about helping people be virtual, but you've got, you know, 40, 50 people in in your team itself. And Mm -hmm. now you, of course, being one of the top podcasters, like globally, literally one of the top podcasters, you do your work on video, you train people on video, you do all this kind of stuff. Your video quality is fabulous. Your sound quality is fabulous, all that. But do you hold your own team to the same audio, video, virtual standards of you who is the face and the voice of the company? Yeah, yeah, I do. And there's a reason for that, right? And so because let's say we're in a Zoom call together. I mean, we've all seen parodies of how horrible Zoom calls can be in a group environment. And the simple fact is, guess what? That reflects on you. If you have a messy, unmade bed behind you, if the lighting is dark and you're in the shadows or we're looking up your nose, your audio is terrible, I'm sorry, but yeah, that reflects poorly on you. It shouldn't, but it does, right? It's the equivalent, Laura, of strolling in with messy hair, bad breath, BO, unshaven, you look like a mess, right? It's the equivalent of that. And so, and you and I were talking beforehand, you wouldn't show up to work in that way. Well, why not? You're putting in the effort. Why do you bother with that? You're putting in the effort because you want to project your best self. Yes. And you don't want 
that to get in the way of what you have to communicate. And if you don't pay attention to those things, it will get in the way of what you want to communicate. Now, I am a total nerd on this stuff, so I don't expect my team members to all have DSLR cameras with, you know, $900 (laughs) camera lenses on it. I mean, I take it to the nth degree. However, what I do request is that if we're going to be meeting together for a Zoom call, I'm sorry, but, you know, video is just, I mean, if you have an exception, it's fine. I, I get that. Okay. But... The rule An exception meeting is, like today you're sick or today we're you're all whatever. Vid- yes, right. yes, yes. So, but the rule is video, the exception, we hope it's rare, <laughs> but, you know, again, just out of respect. And here's one thing I know, right, is if someone is not on video, I mean, we're already missing out on so many layers of communication just because we're communicating through pixels yes. and waveforms, right? right? And we're not in person. We're missing out on that, right? That's the ideal. That's the gold standard that, you know, we're sitting together and, you know, we're like four feet apart or whatever. And we're talking like, that's the gold standard. We don't have that. Okay. So what's the next best thing? Video on, lights on, fill up the frame, you know, make sure you, you know, uh, again, cameras at eye level, you've got great audio quality, invest a few dollars in a microphone. It will only help, you know, if you're gunning for a promotion, if you look like, you know, a professional, you're going to excel where other people, even though they might have, well, I just got technical challenges. Okay, great. We all have technical challenges, but you're going to have to find a way around that because it's hurting you and it's not fair. It's unfortunate, but you got to take it seriously. Yes. Even things like I bought an ethernet cable just because I'm not willing to lose the arm wrestling competition for bandwidth with my five-year-old on a Mickey Mouse iPad and my husband working from a different room and my teenager working from another room or playing video games, you know, that perfect, consistent audio quality needs to be part of the brand. I don't ever want somebody to be waiting because I'm breaking up on them or they can't hear me well or the sound. It's that's, you know, nobody got to where they are. I guarantee I will stake money that not one person listening to the show got to their current degree of success by being quote unquote, good enough. Mm. That doesn't work. So your virtual presence also needs to not hit that horrifically low standard of unchallenged mediocrity. If you were on stage and you had a bunch of technical issues on stage, you would be, you'd feel pretty awful about that. But yet we let the same thing go when it comes to zoom because it's just, Oh, it's just zoom. Right. And it's, yeah, it is just Zoom. But again, you got, you know, whoever else is in that meeting, if they're goodness, I mean, especially if you're representing your company, right? And you're in sales or something like that. My goodness, man, that is one thing. Laura, woe be unto a company (laughs) who is not heeding your advice. They are losing so much money if their sales reps are going out on Zoom calls and they look like trash. Yes. And you use that, my four letter word, multiple times that last answer, if they're just this, or if they just want to do this, if they're just trying that four letter word of just, and you'll, you'll justify yourself right into a professional grave. So thank you for Mm -hmm. beating that drum for me. Uh, So finally, Josh, my understanding is that you, in order to help everybody else have this kind of success, you have something you want to give to our guests. Excuse me, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, first off, you know, I'm always looking for guests for my own podcast, The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. And certainly you're welcome to come and, you know, check that out. And 
And yes, yes, that, yes. Definitely so, listen to Josh's podcast. Finish listening yeah, to this yeah, one yeah, and of course, listen yes, to Josh's. Yes. <laughs> right. yes. Daily podcast, no commercials. Every single day I'm talking with a successful business leader. It's a cool gig, all 20 minutes long. So I keep them really tight and so forth. Here's the thing though. If you're kind of just, you know, getting along in business. And again, I'd, I'd say, especially if you're responsible for growth. So if you're responsible for sales, marketing, if you're the CEO founder, if you're growth focused, I didn't really have a whole lot of time to get into the details about how I am able to fill up a sales schedule. I am booked for the next 10 weeks, 12 to 15 calls every single week, all with my dream customers. How do I do that? I will teach you exactly how I do that. Even if we never do business, I'm okay with that. And you can get that if you go to this website I'm about to give you. It's upmyinfluence.com forward slash free. So upmyinfluence.com slash free and scroll down to where it says scholarship at the very bottom, mm. right? And I'm waving my hand in the air. You qualify. <laughs> I don't care what it says there. Yes. You're good, right? If you heard this invitation, just go ahead and register for it. I've blessed you. You're yeah, good. This is not it. something that everybody gets. This is something that we've got special for us here, which is terrific. Yes. So thank you, Josh, for that amazing invitation. So everybody, if you if you own a small business or you're thinking about a business and you want to be able to really fill your pipeline, go to that website. We'll make sure that it is in our show notes and at the very least, check it out. And of course, check out Josh's podcast. So Josh, tell us how they can learn more about you and about the podcast itself. Sure, just the same website. And by the way, you can also Google me uh, and see yeah. what comes up. My name is Josh Elledge, not the guy that was on The Bachelorette for one episode. <laughs> he got booted off really quick. I felt bad, my my fellow Josh Elledge. Uh, oh, but no. yeah, you'll see everything I'm up to. Uh, go check me out. Go check me out. Yeah, the website is upmyinfluence.com. Laura, thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Josh. This was great. And to everybody else, thank you for tuning in. As always, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode if you haven't done so yet. And don't forget to give us a five-star rating on iTunes so we can help even more people to increase their confidence, presence, and influence. And finally, of course, if you want to download my free guide to equipment recommendations, for better virtual influence, including my picks for microphones, lights, and more, go to speakingtoinfluence.com. I'm Dr. Laura Sokola, and you're listening to Speaking to Influence, communication secrets of the C-suite. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Laura Sokola, and I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the Speaking to Influence podcast. If you love listening to these episodes as much as I love bringing them to you, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please go to iTunes right now to rate and review our podcast in order to help us expand our reach so even more people can master the three C's to command the room, connect with the audience, and close the deal. Thanks for listening to Speaking to Influence, Communication Secrets of the C-Suite, the show for leaders who want to speak with impact. The hosts, producers, owners, and media distributors of the show make no guarantees that the strategies and information discussed will result in profit or other success and may result in losses. The opinions and statements of the hosts and guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the owners, staff, managers, broadcasters, or sponsors of the show. No medical or psychological therapy or personal or professional wellness or relationship advice is offered in the show. You are advised to seek counsel on matters related to your health, family, relationships, job, or other business and legal matters from licensed advisors in those areas prior to making any changes in business or lifestyle. No information provided may be suitable in your situation. As always, take responsibility for the decisions and actions you take, including the reactions they may make in your work, family, health, and life.